Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in this world. I hope you are thriving. Uh, what is really cool is I have a really special friend here uh, whom I haven't spoken to in ages, but we've reconnected. I have Lauren Malamala. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Um, please, can you just tell a little bit about yourself uh, just to give our listeners a sense of who you are? Yeah, so I'm Lauren, most people call me Mala, and I met Chris Topher in London when we were going to Richmond, and since then, I have become a writer, editor, I do a bunch of stuff, they call it a slashy, to pay the bills, but um, yeah, other than that, I am a songwriter, musician, composer, and just hoping something happens with that someday. Yes. And I have known you to be a very soulful singer. We were both in choir at Richmond. Uh, we've done International Night. I found those videos, by the way. I, I showed you the video, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have such a soulful voice. Um, tell me, how, how have you been able to maintain that balance between like your creative work and then the work to pay the bills? I'm still trying because it's one thing if my day job was working in a boutique, like in London, we were all working when we were going to classes and stuff. And that was hard. But what I do is writing and that's what I get paid for. And so it's hard because I use up a lot of my creative side and efforts and brain power to do that. And then sometimes when I sit down to write a song, there's nothing left. And so um, like, how do you, kind of maintain that balance? I just write and I continue writing until something comes. So mm -hmm. I've trained myself to exercise that muscle of just free writing without editing, yeah. without, so that's where I start. And then mm -hmm. sometimes it leads to something that is meaningful. So yeah, that's how I, that's absolutely. how I break out of that rut after like I've been working all day um, at my day job. So mm -hmm. that's what I've done. Uh, do you, what do, what do you think is your drive? Like what keeps you driven to continue doing music? For me, it's, it's so cliche to say this, but it is my favorite way of self-expression and I think that's why sometimes I'll make a song and I'll be a little reluctant to share because people are like, why don't you just kind of post on Instagram or make a video of what you're working on? And it, but it is really personal. It's kind of like the equivalent if you let somebody read your diary or something like that. And so um, I think the drive is, it, it just kind of, it's just who I've always been. I've always been writing music, playing music ever since I was little, that never changed. And so it is actually just part of my identity. Um, mm. I don't think of it even as, oh, this is my career. This is what I wanna do. It is, but at the same time, it's actually a, a part of who I am. Wow, that's really deep. I mean, that type of creative identity, I love mm. that idea. How so it's like it's like it's like do or die like you just do yeah. it right you, rather than yeah, being dead i love and that I think a lot of people like it's good to keep goals and everything in your you know plan of action 
uh, in mind. But it's funny whenever people are like, oh, um, you know, are you still singing? Are you still doing music? It's like, I'm never going to stop. Whether people know who I am or not, it's just, it's just what I do. So. Mm, so if it's anything uh, that we both, you and me, can encourage the listeners to do is to keep doing it just keep doing it you know i mean uh, there's so many amazing projects and films and shows that are coming out now that were in the works 30 years ago and it's just now being brought to life you know like a jingle jangle Mm. the writer of that that was he created that decades ago and so so whatever you're working on just keep doing it if that makes you happy if that's your outlet you know just keep doing it it really isn't about how many people know who you are or like if you become famous or go viral if you love that creativity side then do it for you and then whatever happens happens doesn't matter though i love it whatever happens happens uh <laughs> i love it i'm gonna let's take a break uh when we get back we're gonna talk a bit about our memories at richmond yeah. cool all right we'll see you soon Christopher's dearest friend from elementary school, Veronica Otis, has her very own juicing business, Vamo Juices. Vamo Juices uses customized organic vegetables and fruit to fit your body and lifestyle. Some example mixtures include the Energizer, which contains dandelion, apple, and lemon. Or the Cayenita, which has cayenne pepper, lemon, and a coconut water shot. Those are only a few of the wide array of mixtures, and Veronica customizes every juice to meet your dietary needs. So when you're in need of a major health boost, think of Vamo Juices. Contact Veronica on Instagram at Vamo Juices, V-A-M-O-J-U-I-C-E-S. Or you may call her directly at 323-736-9648. Call Vamo Juices today where your health and wellness is our number one priority. All righty. So we are back with Lauren Malamala. All right, Mala. Okay. So we were very fortunate. I mean, very fortunate. When I look at other people and other schools, we got the chance to go to Richmond, the American, mm-hmm. the American International University in London. Both of us coming yes. from the States, you know, being able to go out there and, and go to a school uh, in London, uh, just for everybody to know, it is an accessible school. It's an American education, but you get dual accreditation and, mm-hmm. and it really is at a beautiful campus. You're in one campus for the first two years, then you're on another campus, mainly in central London for the last two years. It's amazing. So we both, right. We recommend it to anyone. Yes. So Absolutely. I want to know, how did you find the school? Why did you get involved? Why did you go? Tell me all that beginnings for you for Richmond. Uh, when I was school shopping, I guess what you would say, when did we do that? Junior year in high school? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we received a mailer or something because I'd never heard of that. I didn't even think of going to school outside the States. I had my sights set on all these California schools for no reason other than other people wanted to go there. And then I, this mailer from Richmond came and my mom's like, wow, wouldn't that be cool going to London just kind of flippantly? And I was like, actually, why not? And then I applied and it just kind of went from there. I had never been, I was, I went to London for a layover to Paris one time when I was in like a freshman in high school, but that was about it. So I'd never been around the city. I didn't know anybody. 
And that's what actually drew me there. Um, the fact that I could completely start over and make friends from scratch and really do something kind of on my own. Wow. So did you, did you find yourself, uh, did you find yourself in college or what was, yeah. what was, what was the involvement for Lauren Malamala in, in college? Uh, I think one of the best pieces of advice I got right before I left was be yourself completely from the very beginning. And then all the friends you make, they're going to be friends for who you are and they're going to love you for who you are. And so I think I became more comfortable in who I was. I stopped trying to impress anyone. And I just kind of, I don't know, I felt super, that was the most comfortable and at home I had felt in a long time. Oddly, I was surrounded by all these kids from different countries different backgrounds, different religions, every, everything you can think about. And in this whole pool of crazy diversity, it just, I felt like we all fit in, in our own lives. Hmm. I have memories of the flat that you used to share with, what was her name? Because I, I know Regine, Regine, of course, Ray. Yeah. Um, Ray. And then there was, um, what was her name? She had, okay, this is, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, your roommates. Um, you had. Colleen, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes, Colleen. Oh my gosh. Um, it, it, the, the, the great thing about studying in a different city or a different country is you get to live in your own apartment or flat. Uh, I lived on my own. I wasn't, I wasn't much for having roommates during that time. Um, but uh, I think, okay, it was just so, for me, London was just this, the vibe that I vibed with. Like, I don't know, like, did you, did you find yourself vibing with that city? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I just felt like it was kind of the gateway to the rest of the world. And I love that even on our campus alone, there wasn't a majority, you know, there were kids, it's, it's an American school, but I would say most of the kids weren't even American. And yeah. even the kids who did come from the States, they went to international schools growing up where they grew up in a different country. And I don't know, I, I kind of thrive in a place where everyone's learning from each other and where you don't have to worry about, I don't know, just not fitting in because everybody's from somewhere different. So you don't have to really worry about it. Right. And it yeah. was just, and, and, and the way that they set up the school, like how you can live, you know, far away from central London yeah. and be in the countryside first. It's just the structure of the schools. I love that, like living in Richmond, that first year, I by sophomore year, um, me, Ray and Kofi or Anissa, we got Anissa. our own flat. <laughs> yeah, we got our own flat. So we lived there the last three years. So we had an actual flat, paid rent and bills and all that stuff in Kensington. And so it was nice to have that kind of intro year where we were living close to the Richmond campus. And then after that, it's kind of, like, well, now you're in the big pond, go live on your own. And so I love that. That's great that you found, you know, your friends, your core friends, yeah. like the very first year. Yeah. And we're yeah. all still friends today. So oh, it worked out for sure. That is so amazing. So uh, give me a unique experience like that is strictly Richmond that you can share so that it could turn someone on to look into the school? Mm -hmm. uh, I love how they use London as the classroom. Like we're not, obviously we're sitting in a classroom, but your day trips and stuff can be 
to the National Gallery. I had an entire class one time at the National Gallery. Or if you're a poli-sci major, you're going to be sitting in Parliament, like actually in Parliament, watching these meetings going on. And so I like how the school, you know, what you learn in the classroom is important, but they teach you how you need to be able to apply it in real life and watch these real life situations going on. And it's like you're in the best environment for that. Mm. Well, that's the best. That really is mm -hmm. the best. That's that is the best. Having London and I mean, as your spring backdrop. Break. Spring break. Come on. Most kids here go where? They either go Florida or Hawaii or Mexico for spring break. We were going to Tenerife and Egypt and Cyprus and stuff like that. And so That's it's true. so much easier in terms of travel. It's closer, it's cheaper, and you get to see the entire world just from being in London. Take a take a weekend trip to Paris for 50 bucks, you know? That kind oh, of thing. Wow. Alrighty, folks. So for anyone who's thinking about doing undergrad or postgraduate studies, uh, definitely look into Richmond. It is a very different time now that we're all online for classes, but um, yeah. it's just the fact that you get the international student um, feel. Uh, so yeah, look up Richmond, the American International University in London. I know it's like R-A-I-U-L.ac.uk or something. It's not the catchiest uh, <laughs> abbreviation for a cheer. Luckily, we don't have a football team, so don't have to worry about that. <laughs> right? <laughs> cool. So uh, how do people get in contact with you? If they want to like produce music with you or they want to just get to know you better, how do they get I in contact with you? You could just find me on Instagram at Lauren Malamala. Okay. That would be easiest. Yeah. And it's just exactly how it's spelled Lauren yep. and then Malamala, M A L A M A L A. Yes. Yeah, on Instagram. You can direct message her on Instagram. Well, I want to have you back because I want to go deeper um, into just like our, our, our lives and things like that. So next season, yeah. you know, definitely we'll get together again and do another episode of the podcast. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds perfect. Awesome. Well, any parting words, any words of wisdom you want to give to the listeners before you pop off? Mm, listen to Chris's podcast and share it a bunch. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much be nice to people. That's it. <laughs> be nice, laugh, and yeah, that's it. I love I'm it. Be nice in that. I'm not going to say live, laugh, love because that's kind of corny. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my parting words that I say on every podcast episode is very close to live, laugh, love. So, oh, so, no. but no, it's okay. No, it's, 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 not <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. All right. I'm going to tell you what it is um, right now. So you're going to hear it. Okay. Uh, all right. So as I always say, uh, I want you to all live your future brightly. Just live it. Uh, live it. Love it. Now. I like it.